Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to continue in Foundations, which is Genesis chapters 1 through 11. And this gives you a good foundation of where we came from so we know where we're going. And like I said at the beginning of doing Foundations, um, I wanted to do this part before getting into the book of Revelations. So that way, more things will make sense and stuff. And then, of course, you know, I'll explain going through Revelations once we get there. But right now, we're doing Genesis. And today, we'll be continuing in Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 through 26. And the title is Cain and Abel. Which I find is very interesting because it's just good to know how things um, came to be. Before I get started with that... I like to read you what the Bible is, and it gives you uh, some facts about the Bible. So, if you're in a, if you're in school and you have a uh, a teacher that doesn't believe in God, and they're always, uh, you know, uh, putting down the Bible or trying to claim the Bible's not real, whatever. Here is some good serious facts that you can use, which I got from Doctor Vodi Bakum, which you can find online and YouTube and everything. And here we go. A reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses, 40 authors, 66 volumes or books, a span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little Aramaic, hundreds of subjects and topics. So now you have something to work with. We have facts about why the Bible is real and how you can trust it. Number one, it's because God wrote it, but I've heard a lot of times uh, where people say, well, man wrote the Bible, can't believe it. So then I say, well, then how could you believe any other book? Because man wrote those too. But the Bible was man inspired by God to write it. But there's the facts, and you have eyewitnesses and everything, and that's what you need. If you go to court of law, you would need all that. All right, let's begin again we're going to be reading in the NIV, the New International Version, just to make it a little simpler to understand. I prefer the King James. But uh, this version and some other ones are directly translated from the Hebrew and Greek. So you, know, you can't trust it. It's just the wording's a little more modern. So it's Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 to 26. And the, the title is Cain and Abel. Here we go. Starting at verse 1. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Verse 2. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. Verse 3. In the course of time, Cain brought some, some of the fruits of the soil of an offering to the Lord. Verse 4. And Abel also brought an offering fat portions from some of the first point of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offerings, verse 5, but, but on Cain and his offering he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Verse 6, Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? Verse 7, If you do not, if you do what is right, you will not be accepted. 
So let's read back. Let's read that over again. Verse six. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? Verse seven. And it goes on. If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Let's stop there for a minute at verse 7. So, see, because of the uh, the fall, which Adam and Eve disobeyed God, and therefore they were cast out of the Garden of Eden that was perfect in every way, and now sin has come, come on, and now this is where it uh, like really begins where you can see how you have to fight it off of all these you know selfish desires and everything and getting mad and all this stuff and this is what's going on with Cain he's angry um, and so God said be careful because because it's right at the door and we have to do that in our own lives you know sins everywhere and we constantly have to be vigilant because like the Bible says, Satan is is prancing around uh, like a roaring lion, lion seeking who he may devour. And we've got to be careful. So let's continue. And verse 8, Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. And that's what God was saying. He said, It's at the door. You need to overcome it. But instead he gave in to sin, and now he committed murder, the first murder. But see, God already knew what was going to happen because he's God. Verse 9, Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? Verse 10, The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Verse 11, Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. Verse 12. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Verse 13. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Verse 14. Today you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be restless, a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. Verse 15, but the Lord said to him, not so, anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. Verse 16, so Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. So that was consequences for his sin of the first murder killing his brother because he gave in to sin. Yet God still showed mercy upon him even though he didn't deserve it which is what God shows us all the time. So, but still, uh, Cain will not be in the presence of the Lord anymore. And to me, that would be a horrible thing. Verse 17, Cain made love to his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city, and he named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch, uh, verse 18, to Enoch was born Erad, and Erad was the father of Mehuyo, and Mehuyo was father of Methuselah, and Methuselah was the father of Lamech. 
Verse 19, Lamech married two women and named Adah, one named Adah and the other Zillah. Verse 20, Adah gave birth to Jebel. He was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. Verse 21, his brother's name was Jebel. He was the father of all who play stringed instruments and pipes. Verse 22, Zillah also had a son, Tubal Cain, who forged all kind of tools out of bronze and iron. Tubal's Cain, sister, was Nama. Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zala, listen to me, wives of Lamech. Hear my words, I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. Verse 24, if Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech 77 times. Verse 25, Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel since Cain killed him. Verse 26, Seth also had a son, and he named his, him Enosh. At that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. So, that ends that particular chapter. And as you can see, it's quite interesting. So we experienced the first murder, how the first murder happened, and what transpired with that. I find this very fascinating and interesting, which, you know, that reminds me of the uh, Ten Commandments, God's moral law, you know, where, where Jesus uh, says if you even hate anyone, you've already committed murder in your heart because it starts with that feeling, it starts with that hate. And hate will turn it in, into more if you allow it to. As we saw here with Cain when he killed his brother Abel. You know, he didn't let it go. He went, he kept going with it. And all of, he wouldn't control his feelings and all that. Because he was mad and upset or whatever. Because uh, God wouldn't accept his, his offering, but he did Abel. So he was jealous. So he had all these things come in, but he allowed it to take him over. And then he ended up killing someone. You know, and that's what, you know, sin will go on and on. It's like right now in, a, in America and around the world, uh, a lot of sin has took over people and it's made them completely stupid. In fact, it made them, in, it's made them insane. It's like what everybody knew to be true and was simple to understand, they've just crossed all boundaries into where now they... They don't even, it's like it's made them insane and stupid to where they don't even know about male or female or anything. You know, they're, now they're all of a sudden confused. There's no confusion. They're just, they're just giving themselves over to sin. You know, they allow Satan to take them over and now they're, in, they're just doing crazy things. But those that believe in Christ, believers, Christians, who are real, real believers, we will overcome. And that's for sure. We will overcome. And I'm going to put at the bottom of the the description and like the podcast and YouTube and Rumble, there's always a description at the bottom and I'm going to put in a link to a wonderful message I heard this past Sunday from Apology Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. It's a very inspiring message about how we will overcome as Christians, even though it may look like we're not, but it's deception. So I will put that uh, in the bottom of this description. All right, so what must we do to be saved? Well, first you have to realize 
We've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. Have you ever lied? We all have. What he calls one that lies, a liar. Have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever took something or borrowed something and didn't bring it back? Doesn't matter how small it is, even a paperclip or anything, or borrowed a pen or whatever and never brought it back. It's still stealing because remember, God's standards are much higher than ours, and ours are very low. We accept whatever. We're okay with what we do, but it's not okay with God. So, so that's what two right there. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? We all have, according according to Jesus. If you've looked at another person with lust, you've already committed adultery in your heart. That's three. And there's ten to go. And there's three. So, have you ever uh, made up another God? Yes, we have. We've made it up in our minds. We have a God that's touchy-feely and okay with everything we do. And like, we'll think somehow, some way, we'll make it to wherever when we die. You know, for those that don't know about heaven, they say, "Well, if there's a heaven, I'll make it somehow, some way." That's not how it is, and, and that's making a god up in our own minds. That's okay with everything we do. So that's what four right there. You know. So yes, we're all guilty because we all have done this. That's why Jesus had to come to begin with to pay the the sin penalty that we couldn't pay. Because we were separated from God, but you can be connected to God now if you realize that and realize that we're lost on our way to hell in need of a Savior. And without Jesus, Jesus is that bridge to God. And without Jesus, we can't get to God and heaven. So if you want to do that, you have to humble yourself, come with a sorrowful contrite heart, ask God for forgiveness, call repentance and turn away from it. Don't go back to it, turn away from it. And then put your trust in in Christ alone, asking God for forgiveness and surrendering your life to, to God, to Jesus Christ. And that's how we do it. But be serious. And, if from the, and then start reading your Bible daily without fail. Do what it says. Find a good Bible-believing teaching church where you can uh, where you can grow, learn, grow, and work for the Lord. And that's what it's about. Now, let me give you a little scripture. So I'm going to make it a little short today, actually. Let me find some scripture for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, the ESV English Data Version. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, ESV, standard version. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexual immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. That's why we need Christ, right there. That is why we need Christ. That is why. I'm going to give you some salvation scripture. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10 and 13. King James, King James Version. That thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thy heart that God is from the dead, I shall be saved. For with the heart man believes in the righteousness, with the mouth confession and salvation. Uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. King James Version. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And it's just that simple. So I would recommend that you pray right now. You know, ask God. 
fact, I'll pray with you right now. Heavenly Father, those that are listening and who are serious about you, Lord God, Lord, I ask you, Lord, to humble them before you, Lord God, and let them uh, ask for forgiveness from me and surrender their life to you, Lord, completely, and put their trust in you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. I'm going to give you some resources now. This can be found on YouTube and on and online. Dr. Vodi Bakum, Living Water with Great Comfort, livingwaters.com, R.C. Spro, Legionnaire Ministries. Um, also, Answers of Genesis with Ken Ham, AnswersofGenesis.org, Wellbuilders with David Barton, Wellbuilders.com. He gives you American Christian history. Dr. Walter Martin, great teacher. Um, and also, Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. You can also... And his uh, website is polygeostudios.com. You can listen to the audio on Apple Podcast. And you can go on there and get a free seminary education with um, uh, with Dr. Greg Bonson, who was a professor. He died, but the family um, took all his recordings from his teachings and uh, donated it to Apologia Studios. And now they have it where you can get a free, a literal free education. Which I think is marvelous. If you want to correspond with Bob Education Institute, that will be all lowercase Bob Education Institute at gmail.com. The website is all lowercase Bible education institute.webnode.com. And, and you can also find us on uh, YouTube and Rumble and all these audio platforms and more Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Helium Radio. Helium Radio Network, heliumradio.com, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G-Pod, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and many others I have found. And there's some great teachers that you can look on YouTube and, and listen to their teaching. Dr. R.C. Sproul with Ligonier Ministries. Um, Dr. Vody Bacham, Dr. James White, you can find him on YouTube and Apologia Studios, Pastor Joel Webbin with Right Response Ministries, Doug Wilson, Gary DeMar, and of course, Jeff, Pastor Jeff Durbin with Apologia Studios. And if you need a Bob, you can also uh, send me an email with an address, and I'll be glad to send you one, or you can also go online to and get books and Bibles. I like to buy used. It's just cheaper and save money. But they have new end use, whatever, and the used are pretty good. Um, Abe Books, A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S, Thrift Books, Amazon, and Alibris, A-L-I-B-R-I-S. And another good resource, you can go on, on your search engine and put in TCT Network and go to On Demand. And there's two programs that are really good. Faith and History with William, William Federer. He teaches about uh, a Christian history in America and around the world. And also Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Really good. Remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says. <laughs>